You're listening to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. It's so good to have you joining us. Want to thank our sponsor, the Brandon Valley Area Chamber of Commerce, and all of the businesses that are part of that. Thank you for believing in in our podcast and helping us get this going and believing in the idea that community really can be built one conversation at a time. Uh, Today, we're going to have an amazing conversation with a Brandon resident, dad, business owner, and councilman, uh, known councilman, Tim Jorgensen. Tim Jorgensen, thank you. Thanks, John. Glad to be here. I I mean, we've been waiting. I've been waiting for this this opportunity because, I mean... There's nobody that I enjoy uh, just chit- chit-chatting with more than Tim. You, you've been a we, we have known each other for a few years here. So, yes, we have. so thanks, thanks for joining us uh, on behalf of our community. And uh, t- t- for those of for those of us that might be listening that don't know your story, just kind of fill us in on how you got to Brandon that whole that whole journey. Well, I, I got to Brandon when I was two years old because my parents brought me there um, initially. Anyway. Um, I jokingly tell people all the time that I grew up in Brandon, but I don't currently live in the town that I grew up in because the town I grew up in was about 2,500 people. The town that we currently live in is about 11,000 people. So um, I am living in what was a cornfield when I was a kid. In fact, half the town is living in what used to be cornfield. Yeah. I always think it's fun asking people when did you, how old were you when you got your first cell phone. I always think that's a fun question. How old were you when you got your first cell phone? My first cell phone, twenty two. Twenty two, probably. Yeah, twenty two. I think. Your and your kids? Do they call you a boomer? Or? No, no. They just call me dad. Dad, just dad. Okay. Your kids must have a lot of respect for you. I'm guessing. Um, they sometimes call me old man. Oh, okay. So well, that's hey, fair. I yeah, mean, fair. Very fair. Um, well, so you, so you grew up in Brandon, but it's not the same Brandon that, that we live in now. Oh, it's, I don't think so. No, I, 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 I would say not even close. Um, talk a little bit about that. What's how things have changed. you you have a unique perspective serving, uh, you served on the planning and zoning committee. You yep. served on city council yep. from your perspective as a, as a public servant in Brandon, how, how has Brandon changed? What are some of the things that are happening in Brandon that you would want? Maybe some people don't know about, but what, what is it like now? Uh, well, it, I mean, obviously it's just a whole lot bigger, but I mean, you can, you can say that about the entire um, sort of metro region that we live in. I mean, when I was a kid, Sioux Falls was around 90,000 people and they're almost at 200. So the growth of Brandon is a, you know, it, it just goes hand in hand. Um, but I mean, look at a town like Harrisburg, I think it was like five or 600 people when I was a kid. It's not that anymore. So it's, it's been a, you know, it's been an interesting place to do my life. Let's put it that way, because this region, this area, um, I've never known, uh, a depressed economy. (laughs) I've never known things to be kind of not moving forward. So you've you've had I mean I think probably wherever you would have grown up it probably would have been an interesting place <laughs> <laughs> because I, I would consider you one of Brandon's most interesting <laughs> conversations for sure uh, I'm sure your wife feels the same but uh, I mean 
Tell us a little bit about why. Why so you could have lived in a lot of places. I, I mean, you you yes. went to you went to USD. You could have yep. lived in Vermilion. Could have. Um, you did live. In, you lived in Sioux Falls for a while. But I did. Why did you choose Brandon? What kind of led you, and what's kept you in Brandon? What is it about it that you love about so, Brandon? We had a we had a family business in town for thirty years that I worked at starting as soon as I graduated from college, probably a little before I graduated from college. Um, decided to make a career out of that, so I was actually one of the odd ducks that was driving from Sioux Falls to Brandon every day to go to work, and then turning around and driving back to Sioux Falls to go home. Which, you know, after we had kids and we started thinking about schools, um, obviously. Uh, we were sort of led back to Brandon just because of the schools. We we had looked all around the Sioux Falls metro area. We had looked in Sioux Falls. Um, to be very honest, none of the other school districts really stood up to what Brandon Valley was doing at the time and still don't, actually, in my opinion. So that's, I mean, really one of the reasons that drew us back to Brandon was the fact that I was already working here every day. My wife was working at Washington High School, which is, I mean, there's no easy way to get to Washington High School from anywhere else but Brandon. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, our children, we wanted them to grow up in the Brandon Valley School District. Yeah, you, uh, your man, your family grew up here. You've got kids. That's actually how we met initially. We we would drop our kids off at the same place and we'd just start chit-chatting. And, <laughs> yeah, yes. That's been, that's been fun. Um a little bit about so you had, you started with the family business, but now you've kind of gone out on your own a little bit, and you started your own business. Talk about your business, being a brand and business owner, what you do. Your kind of your it seems to be a passion of yours. Is that correct? Is that fair? Uh, yes. So for fifteen years, we we ran Sue Marble, which is a family business that my dad started. Um, in that, we did a lot of manufacturing. We did a lot of multiples. We we made hundreds of thousands of countertops that went all over the country, which was an amazing journey, but there was a bit of me that wanted to be a little more artistic and a little more one-off, which was really hard to accomplish in that business. So we just decided it was time to get out of that journey, that that path that we were on. And somehow, because I had a, a miter box, I discovered reclaimed wood. I always jokingly say if I would have had a, a welder, maybe I'd be a metal worker. <laughs> but I didn't. I had a miter box. So I saw some reclaimed wood. I made a couple of tables. People seemed to like them. Um, and then in my head, I thought, well, geez, there's people are throwing this stuff away all the time. It's not just in the barn wood. It's in every facet of, of, of any kind of wood or any anything, really. So I just decided that it would be fun to take that stuff that other people were throwing away and try to turn it into something. And there's Spiller, that's what Spillerock Furniture is, basically. You're taking other people's junk and you're turning it into something that other people will pay for. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely. Brilliant. So that's a great, that's a great business model. Yeah. <laughs> but you're, it's not just about, I mean, it's not just about making ridiculous amounts of money. No, 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 no. There, there's no, an art no, no, to it. Like no. you, you're, you I, have the heart of a, yes. of an artist, don't you? Yes. Yes, I I do not do what I currently do for money. <laughs> if I if I wanted to keep making money, I would have never gotten out of what I was doing before. I got you. Yes. So you don't counsel your boys if, if they want to if they want to make money. You don't counsel them to get in the reclaimed furniture business then. No. Oh, okay. I mean, you, you certainly could. There there are certainly pathways that you could turn it into a big money making adventure if you so chose. But that's uh, not the 
path that I'm on. Yeah. What's your talk about your passion? You know, obviously you're you've been involved in Brandon. So your yep. your body of work, your body of service. I mean, I, I say that not I'm not, you know, in, I'm not being cheeky, but you really you're not in this uh in public service for the for the glitz and the glamour and no. all the No, 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 no. You serve Brandon. Talk talk about that and your kind of your passion for that and why you've chosen to serve by representing citizens. You're my rep. You're yep. my councilman. So I voted for you. Uh, I want to vote for you again next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell you, my my it was one of those things that my dad taught me a long time ago about civil service and how important it is to be involved in your community at whatever level. You know, he sat. He was the, de- the president of the Development Foundation for 30 years. He sat on church council. He helped um, sit on the pool committee. I mean, he sat on all kinds of committees over his life in Brandon. So it just was a an example that he set for me. So when somebody asked me to be on planning and zoning, I, I believe it or not, was shocked when they asked for my bank account information <laughs> because I was going to get paid for doing this. I said, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. I just signed up to do it because I thought it would be fun to help. Yeah. Well, you, you, you enjoy helping people. And I think that's what, you know, uniquely qualifies you. Your intention in this is, is to not make a name for yourself, but to really help Brandon grow and, and do things well. Um, you and I going back a couple of years, it started a conversation about what could a group of well-intentioned people do <laughs> if they, if they got together. And, and amazingly enough, that conversation kind of blossomed into something now that we're seeing gain a little momentum uh, can you talk from your perspective a little bit about brand and wellness and where we're headed, um, kind of your heart for it? Sure. Um, I, you know, we had space. Um, I had not really thought about it until I had a few people approach me about wanting to know where they could buy land in the city of Brandon to put up facilities for different types of, of activities. And, when I started looking around the city, there's really not a good place for it except for down at Aspen Park, which, you know, the city acquired a few years ago. And um, I thought, you know, if we really want to have to try to build community, we need a place where people can go, where people can do, where multiple activities can take place, uh, multi-generations can use a facility, and what better place to put it than down in Aspen Park, which is pretty much the center of our town. So, yeah. um I have high hopes that it's going to be something special. Yeah, you said something to me early on that I think is so good. And, and, I, and I think there's a lot of wisdom in it, Ooh. but there's also a lot of pract- practicality and just kind of a, a spirit. You, you said to me one time, you said, John, if we're going to do this thing, it's a lot easier to build four walls than it is to build 16 walls. It's true. T- talk about that. What do you mean by that from a, just from a practical standpoint, but then also from a, a community standpoint? What is that? How do you? Well, when it comes to construction, you know, building four walls is, is you know, you think about a building, it's four walls on the outside. To build six buildings takes, you know, six times four. So it just it takes that much more to build separate structures than it does to build one big structure. Um the other nice thing is if you build one big structure, then everybody gathers under one big structure instead of, yeah. you know, this person over here and this group over there. And it's nice to have everybody sort of going along the same path in the same place. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's a there's a unity amongst that common space. Yes. And, and obviously a strength that we all know of, Brandon, is our school. And yes. having one school district unites 
more than just our city. It unites our whole area. And uh, as we go into the future, I, I know we're going to be talking more about this on this podcast. The reason this podcast exists is to help us build community, to invest in community, sure. not just the the you know the ins and outs, but also that that idea of of what does it look like to be a small town, but yet right. growing, but yeah. yet maintain that. And I think. You know, these kind of conversations are important. Uh, I, I know right. for me, when I think of Brandon, I don't just think about the streets, and the although I need the streets. I don't just think about the, the sewer, although I need the sewer. But I think about the people. Right. Right. I think about the Scots and the, the Tims and the and right. the Jims and the, the Barbs that make up our town. To me, Brandon isn't a place. It's really, it's a people. It's, it's a mindset. And so... Uh, I'm thankful, Tim, that you joined us today. I mean, what what would you say to your to your fellow Brandonites? I mean, what what messages would you have for them, or what what do you what have you learned about being a Brandon person that you'd want to share? <laughs> well, man, I mean, that seems to be ever changing and ever growing. Being a Brandon person, um, I would say it's more of a South Dakota slash Upper Midwest slash Sioux Falls region person. It's you know, Brandon is where we call home um, and all of that. But, you know, I was just thinking when you were saying small town, I remember probably high school, college years, I was watching an episode of David Letterman and somebody said, well, I grew up in a really small town. It was only 30,000 people. <laughs> and I, I can remember thinking at the time, that guy doesn't know what a small town is. <laughs> 30,000 people, I guess nationwide, that's a small town. But that's not, you know, in South Dakota, that's one of our cities. Right. <laughs> so I think just living in this part of the world gives you a different perspective. And, I mean, we're all united in, 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 in the city of Brandon, um, but it's, it's more of a, a whole, this part of the country, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think having that mindset is good because we, yeah. we, we understand that we share a lot of things. We share, you know, we talked about water and streets and as a, as a member of our city council, you you really that's a big deal. Safety, yep. schools, streets. I mean, those are the things that well, that, that we all share. We <laughs> yes, and we you know, somebody I talked to somebody about going to a bigger city and I said, you know, as an introvert, which is mostly what I am, uh, you can find a lot of an anonymity in a big city as an introvert because you don't have to talk to anybody, you don't have to do anything. Um in a smaller town like Brandon, like there's more community. You, you talk to people. You yeah. get out. You have yeah. to, you know, I, I enjoy going to the local retail establishments and people knowing who I am. I enjoy um, that small town feel that Brandon has over even places like Sioux Falls, even though for the most part the whole region has a similar mindset. Yeah. But Sioux, Brandon has just maintained a little more of that smaller feeling. Well, Tim, I appreciate you being here and, and I and stepping out of your shell. Oh, as an introvert, stepping out of your shell to to share with your neighbors and Brandon. Um, so good to have you here. Thanks so much for all you do. I on behalf of all of our your your those that you represent, thank you for serving our community and well, you're very welcome. And I, I hope you run again, man. Like we want you <laughs> like um, appreciate you. Thanks for all the things that you do that go unseen and go unnoticed and uh, appreciate you, man. Well thank you to you as well. This is awesome. This is a great idea. I'm glad you came up with it. Yeah. 
we all got you know we all got good ideas and it takes a team i mean it takes takes everybody working together so thanks for making this an interesting conversation and an interesting community absolutely thank you for joining us on the love your neighbor podcast the purpose of the love your neighbor podcast is to build community one conversation at a time You can help us build that community by sharing the podcast on your social media channels and rating our podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. Another way is to let us know of any neighbors who have a story. Go Leaks! Go Leaks!